Find out how you can live the dream in Mazatlan, Mexico. Hola, amigos. Welcome to the Best of Mazatlan show. My name is Mark Glickman, and I'm your host and publisher of bestofmazatlan.com, the leading digital lifestyle brand of Mazatlan, Mexico. This show will feature entrepreneurs, leaders, local businesses, nonprofits, musicians, realtors, and other stories that showcase the best of Mazatlan, Mexico. I'm really happy to be with my guests, Kristen and Lion Decker, owners of Mazatlan for Sale and Mazatlan for Rent. I have a ton of respect for them for moving to Mazatlan 15 years ago with their two children and starting their own real estate and property owner, a property management business. You know, it's tough enough starting a business anywhere, but starting one in a foreign country has its own unique challenges. And if you think starting a business in a foreign country has its own unique challenges, try buying real estate in another country where the process is complicated and constantly changing. But thankfully, Kristen Lyon and the rest of the team at Mazatlan for Sale provide support, insight, and encouragement to help you every step of the way. Kristen was one of my early guests on the Best of Mazatlan show pre-pandemic, so when I decided to resurrect the show over Facebook Live when tourism started back up again, I knew I had to bring her back because she's an awesome guest, she's a successful entrepreneur, and there's been a ton of action in the real estate industry uh, since we last talked over two years ago. But this time she's back with my new guest, her husband and partner, Lion. Lion Decker. And Lion, I've never met you before, but I feel like we're soul brothers in that we've both now lived and worked in Hawaii and Mazatlan. So without further ado, welcome to the Best of Mazatlan show, Kristen and Lion. And thanks so much for taking the time to join me today. Thank you, Mark. Cheers. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start the show by turning it over to both of you to tell us a bit about yourselves, how you met, how you ended up moving to Mazatlan with your two children and what motivated you to start your own business? Oh boy. Where to begin? How we met. Yeah, the how, the, we, story. the how we met yeah. story actually is, it's, it's a pretty cool one actually. I just posted it on, uh, when we had our anniversary. We just recently had our anniversary on uh, July 3rd. 27 years. Yep, 27 years. Congratulations. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. So I was, at the time, I was um, uh, working as a, a bank teller at First Air State Bank in Vancouver, Washington, and I was new, and so I didn't really know a lot of the customers and stuff that would come and go from the bank. And one day I, I uh, watched this I watched this guy, this handsome young guy, walk in, and he was wearing khaki pants, a uh, yellow polo shirt, and a brown leather jacket. And I was just like, wow, who is that guy? And it was just, I couldn't take my eyes off of him. And he walked up to one of the other tellers and did this transaction. And I'm like, I feel like I'm like stalking him, you know, like I'm just like <laughs> watching this guy like the whole time. And he finishes his transaction and then he walks out to the bank towards the car. And the whole bank's like all windows. So I can watch him, you know, walk all the way out to the car. And he takes his, uh, he's wearing the brown leather jacket and he takes his collar and he like pulls it up over his neck like this as he turns the corner. And at that moment, I'm like, I'm going to marry that guy. And I wow. literally had no idea, like, what his name was. My first stalker. Who this, who this guy was. 
And so I, so I start asking some of the girls at the bank that have been there longer, and I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy? And they're like, oh, that's Lion. His, his dad owns the restaurant across the street. He, and, uh, and they were like, you should go over there and like just you know sit down in this section and have lunch. And so I did one day, and I went by myself, and I sat down in his section, and I'm kind of like, I'm very shy. And um, I, I've got, I've gotten was, less, I've gotten less shy, shy over the years, but yeah. So at that time, you know, I, I thought I was kind of flirting and, and this and that, and, and uh, I didn't really. I, I had no idea. Yeah, I yeah. didn't really get. I was anything, clueless. I didn't get anything from him. So typical guy. So yeah. I left. I went back to the bank, and the girls were like, they were like, oh my gosh, they're like, they're like, tell me, tell me, like, what happened? What happened? And I'm like. I don't think he's interested. You know, maybe he's got a girlfriend. I mean, you know, I don't know. So they said, they said, well, just wait a couple days and and try again. So I was like, okay, all right. So I waited a few days and I went back and I did it again. And nada, nothing. So I was like, oh, okay. So at this point, I'm convinced. Like he's not interested. He's got a girlfriend. And so I'm. I told the girls at the bank. I said, okay, I'm. I'm done. I'm not going to pursue this anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And that night I was working drive through in the back of the bank. So, and I'll let Lion take it over for Well, here. yeah. And I came in to do my banking like I, I normally do. And um, I'm just finishing it up and I hear this voice and it was Mary who is the branch manager. And this, this woman, like she commanded your respect. So she mm -hmm. was like, Lion. And I looked over and I was like, oh no, I, what did I do? I'm like, yeah, Mary. Uh, and she looked at me, she said, did you know that Kristen has a crush on you? <laughs> and so I looked back at the, at the tellers and well, Kristen wasn't there. And I knew everybody, I've been there for a couple of years. And right. I looked back at Mary, I was like, who's Kristen? <laughs> and she, she's like, she's running drive-through today. And I was like, bing, 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 bells went off. So I went running back to the the uh, restaurant, and I, I later found that I, I left the restaurant unlocked. Uh, <laughs> went back to drive through, and I scraped up like everything I possibly could from the car. It was sixty three cents. So I drive up to the drive through, and I make this deposit of sixty three cents. Yeah. That deposit's been paying dividends ever wow, since. Wow! Wow! What a great story. I love that story. And that's like a true story. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. The 63 cent deposit yeah. changed your life. Cent. Yeah. <laughs> it's like buying Bitcoin 20 years ago. Yeah, oh my God. That's the name of your next album, 63 cents. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's great. I love that story. So that's so now, yeah. Okay. So now how did you talk? Keep going, keep going. This yeah. is great. Well, your your family, um, it had to be like when we first started get, coming to Mazalon was almost almost thirty years ago, twenty eight years ago. Because so, yeah. her family had bought a, a little house on the golf course here in El Cid. Okay. And so we started visiting shortly after we got married, and it was once uh, a year for a week, you know, free vacation and. Mm -hmm. On the same parallel as Hawaii, so the weather, the climate, uh, everything was very similar to Hawaii for me. I fell in love immediately. And so we started coming a couple times a year. 
and it was one week twice a year and then it was two weeks and then it was two weeks twice a year and finally we took the kids out of school for a month i was in between jobs and we moved here with the kids and we put them in anglo moderno mm -hmm. for a month because we, we kind of wanted to test the waters um mm -hmm. just to see you know how the kids would react you know being in school down here and and how we would like it and this and that and it was it was scary at the time, uh -huh. you know, because like I didn't speak Spanish, the kids didn't speak Spanish, and right. you know we're basically throwing them into an all Spanish school. Yeah, I, we did this. I did the same thing with my wife. We took, yeah. our son went well, to an all Spanish uh, Montessori school. Yeah, well, the first week was tears. I don't understand anybody. Nobody likes <laughs> me. And like the second <laughs> and third week was less of that. They had some friends over. And then the final week was tears again. We don't want to leave. We love it here. Yeah. And it was just, it was such an amazing experience that the kids had, like, just in that yes. one month. You know, yeah. all the kids, like, wrote goodbye letters and we're going to miss you. Please don't go. Uh, you know, nice. and it was just, it was such a warm experience. Very special. And very yeah. special. Yeah. It is. And so when we went back to Washington State after, after that one month that we were here, we made a decision to put the kids into a Spanish immersion yeah. school. Withdrew them from public schools. Uh, they went into a similar situation, like you were saying. It was a Montessori school, but, mm -hmm. but for it was all done in Spanish. And right. our goal was to prepare for moving to Mazalan. Mm -hmm. Shortly after that, we got a call from Kristen's mom, and she's like, "Your house is. We found your house." And so we bought the house uh, sight unseen. Wow. And that's the, well, that's where our office was when we first moved here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in, the, in the bedroom. <laughs> but we really, when we bought the place, we really, you know, and we had the kids in Spanish immersion. And, um, and you know, that we had them in the, I mean, it was like a couple of years before we got back down here. Yeah. Right. Wow. So we, we had bought this place and uh, we knew we needed to fix it up. And that was 15 years ago now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So. So, yeah. It, uh, and I remember the, the day like clearly because, you know, we had the kids in Spanish immersion. They always they wanted you to like register them like in like February for the following year. So they always wanted you to pay for early registration. Yep. Right. And so we were. That was we, February 2008. Yeah, I think wow. so. Yeah. yeah. And so we were deciding, are we going to put them in for another year? And we had to make a decision by the next day. And I remember Lion and I were sitting on the couch in the living room and we opened up a bottle of wine and we're sitting there and we're like, if we don't do this, we're just going to talk, talk about it for the rest of our mm -hmm. life. And so that was, that was the moment where we both just said, let's do this. Yep. And then we yep. just put everything into motion to make it happen. And we, we sold everything we had. We, um, we had an estate sale, uh, we had a garage sale, we had mm -hmm. a sale, and then we had a trip to, I rented a U-Haul and I took a trip to the Salvation Army and donated everything else that we had. Yeah. And if it didn't fit into the Jeep Cherokee that we had, it, it wasn't coming. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so so you drove, you drove to Muslim? All the way down here. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I love yeah. it. Jeep Grand Cherokee. That was like uh, just the most amazing, surreal trip. And when we got here, Kristen had already put into motion the Mazalam for Rent website because 
we had we had made an investment in Mazatlan, and we figured the only way we were going to um, have enough money to survive is if we were renting out our properties. Mm -hmm. And so uh, that's where Mazatlan for Rent was born. It was really born in, in Kristen's head, and we hired a, a computer engineer to help us build the website. And really, was just a, an idea at that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the only thing we really had at that at that point was our own home. Mm -hmm. And and uh, and you know, we had some curious neighbors up the street that would come down, and they were you know, yeah. want to know who we were and mm -hmm. what we were doing. And we kind of gave them our story. And um, uh, because, you know, we used to we used to do rentals uh, in Washington State. But Kristen did. Long-term long yeah. rentals. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. before here. And so, you know, everybody was like, it, really, our business just grew by word of mouth. Yeah. The family was super supportive. Your dad, uh, Nancy, Scott, mm -hmm. Karen. Uh, we really couldn't have done it without their support. And in the end, that is what really helped propel us uh, into into the marketplace because they, you know, they gave us some of their properties to rent and they uh, they heard that I spoke Spanish and that we were kind of handy. And, and so we were good at maintaining things. They saw some of the work that we did at our own place and we started developing a a core group of support people, mm -hmm. uh, maids, gardeners, um, various handymen, electricians, plumbers, and really started surrounding ourselves um, with the who we thought were the very best people uh, in in the marketplace, mm -hmm. uh, from, from lawyers to accountants. To notarios, mm -hmm. um, I have four different uh, carpenters that can do various types of of quality of work. Like mm -hmm. if you want something completely handmade and 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 made to match a photo, we have people who can do that. This marketplace is so special. Uh, the the I just can't say enough about. Uh, how we were received uh, by the community. Uh, and so we're constantly trying to, to give that back and support as well those people who help get us here. Mm -hmm. and, and to this day, um, you know, we continue to add different levels of, of competency uh, to our, our, our armory, if you will. Mm -hmm. And that armory is, is, is based on the, the Mazalecos, yeah. 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 There's such warm, wonderful people. And, you know, I worked oh. there when I first worked there it was 25 years ago. Um, and then I went back for Tiangis uh, when it was back in Mazatlan. And it was like I never left, you know. I'm, I'm still like so close to people that worked with me and um, that I was friends with. And we've stayed in touch over the last 25 years. And, um, I was going back and forth to Mazatlan consulting on a project, and um, it's it's so great. It's such a warm, warm place, and people are so special that you know, it's, oh, it's yeah, just it's love. Great. It. I totally agree. Couldn't people agree here, that's one thing we love. The one of the most things we love is yeah. that the people are just so friendly and warm, and um, 
Yeah. Absolutely. So now how did you go? So you had the concept for Mazatlan for rent. How did it evolve into Mazatlan for sale and Mazatlan for rent? It's a great pipeline from rent to sale. Yeah, that's, a, that's another story because yeah. we were, we had, uh, this was what, maybe six years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Six, yeah. six years ago, we had, uh, we had bought another property up in Washington state. We wanted to have a residency up there um, and, uh, and like an Airbnb rental. So mm -hmm. well, a home base close home to base. my close home to my base. family. Yeah, close yeah, to his okay. family. But also, you know, we wanted it to to generate income when we're not there, right? Um, and then still give us the freedom to go and and uh, and stay up there to visit his family. Yeah, well, that was with the kids too, because we needed a, a residency in in Washington in order for the kids to uh, be applicable for the discounts of uh, for the college. And so that was our plan is to buy uh, a, a Washington residence so that the kids could have a discount for the college. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and so it was kind of this, this you know, family planning life goal mm -hmm. uh, change for us. And so we were, I remember it clearly. Uh, my son had just fallen off the staircase uh, after painting, and he had all this paint all over him. And he and, and he was wearing like a leather jacket, and he had paint everywhere. He completely destroyed himself, and it's like something you couldn't even make up in a movie. And so we were kind of laughing, and he was obviously not happy about the whole situation. Right, yeah. He was totally fine. Yeah, and, and all along in every remodel and everything that we've been involved in, her mom, who is the jack of all trades, oh my gosh, she, there wow. isn't anything this woman can't do. No, wow. she, my mom, my mom, she can like do plumbing, electrical. She wow, good for her. Windows, mm -hmm. Like, I mean, tiling, they're yeah. flooring. There literally is not anything she can't do. And no. then when she moved to Mazatlan, now she's like refurbishing golf carts. Yeah. It's like oh my my golf carts. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That she's really funny. Yeah. yeah. She, she's absolutely an amazing lady. If wow. That's cool. So yeah, anyway, so. here we are like just at the end of the day and you know, at that time it was, you know, a happy hour yeah, and her drink of choice is tequila, of course. And she looked at us both and she Good said, choice. why aren't you uh, why aren't you selling property? What, what is keeping you from selling property? Yeah, that's what it was. She basically, yeah, just looked at us both and she's like, what are you doing? Right. You can do this. Yeah. And so, you know, when we finished our projects that, uh, you know, that we were, we were finishing putting our place together in Washington, we came back to Mazelan and we, we did it. Yeah. We basically, because you know, because at that time we still had our office in our in our in our garage space at home. Yeah. And it was you know tiny little space, and we were kind of growing out of it. And we decided to um, when we got back, we leased a space right in the Golden Zone across from the Holiday Inn, which was a is a pretty big deal for us because I mean yeah. we went from a tiny tiny little garage space to this you know big commercial space on the corner of Boca del Mar and. Playa Gaviotas and the Golden Which, Zone. At that time, everything here was abandoned. There was right. like no Camino Al Mar. There was no, you know, 180 towers being built. No, right. it was pretty rough. Right. And and this is also something really important too. Is we we brought this prospect to our key managers, um, 
And uh, we told them what we were going to do, and we offered them an opportunity to help support it. So um, at that point, we had uh, Noemi, uh, Lori, Bernardo, um, and Bernardo's mom, Lisa. And uh, we made this presentation to them about opening up the brokerage and uh, offered them an opportunity to, to be a part of it. And so everybody, everybody chipped in, everyone put uh, monthly payments to, uh, to add for their shares. And we had a plan for, for two years to, to uh, basically pay off a certain amount so that they had bought their shares in, in the corporation. So Great. not only is it us, but our staff who are socios, if you will. That's nice. Members. So they're, they're all invested in it together. And that's, right. that's terrific. Yeah, right. Wow, that's great. And those are the people that help get us here. Right. And, and, and continue to help support, organize, and drive uh, this business how, how really, well, how she sees fit. But well, <laughs> we make a good team. Yeah, no, you guys do. <laughs> But, no, that's know, great. Well, thanks. Yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing that story, Kristen and Lion. That, that, that's terrific. If you're watching this live, everybody, please like and share this show and send in your questions to Kristen and Lion. And to send in your questions, you need to go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook and give them permission. Uh, if you're watching this show later, uh, still send in your questions and try to get the answer to you. There's going to be an archive version of the show on the Best of Muscle on Facebook page and the Best of Muscle on YouTube page. You can listen to it at bestofmuscleon.com. So I know uh, people must be stressed out when they come in to see you because they're worried about real estate in Mexico, which I'm guessing is probably because they don't really understand the process. Do you do a lot of that? And, and how do you turn around that perception when people come in? With that, yeah, that's that's a definitely a, a a big question from you know with a lot of our clients um, because the the buying process, well, the buying and the selling process here in just in Mexico in general is so much different than in U.S. and Canada. It is, right. and so you know, there's there's a lot of there's a little bit of fear and uh, of the unknown, right? And uh, and so you know, when we basically what we do is we try to educate our clients. Um, you know, with, you know, an outline of the, of the process, Correct. whether it's the selling process to make sure that they're pre prepared for their exit strategy or, um, or the buying process. Um, it's just, uh, yeah. So, I mean, in a way we kind of, we, we act almost as consultants as well um, right. mm -hmm. when it comes to that, because I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's important for, uh, for them to understand the entire process. We, we've uh, also pride ourselves on, uh, you know, that, that planning that's necessary. Uh, we've lost opportunities with clients because we, we've basically told them that they're not prepared to sell. A lot of people don't understand the, uh, the rules and regulations uh, and how they're going to be taxed uh, in a sale uh, or what the acquisition costs are uh, when purchasing a property. And so when you have the opportunity to outline that uh, for people 
and surround them with who I feel are some of the best in the business to help support them through the process, then, then you earn something which for us, uh, it, it, it can take years, uh, but it's trust. And in the end, uh, when you trust someone uh, with, you know, what could be a lifelong uh, savings in order to purchase a home in Mexico, if, if you go wrong with that, there's a huge responsibility in your hands. Right. So um, we really take it seriously. And how we manage that really has a lot to do with who we surround uh, our clients with, which notarios, which uh, accountants. Uh, and when it comes to fixing up property, the, you know, the right contractors that aren't going to you know, rip them off. Trust is a huge piece and, and education, which we continue to, to strive to learn and teach and develop not only our staff, but ourselves so that we can um, share that with our clients. Terrific. Uh, Kristen, how's the real estate market changed since we last spoke two years ago, you know, pre-pandemic to now? Because it's, oh, you know, goodness. yeah. It was, um, I, I tell you, there, it was pretty scary, actually, when the, you know, when the pandemic hit, um, you know, especially with our rental business, uh, you know, we were, uh, there was a, there was a brief moment where we, where we thought, I don't know if we're going to make it. No, um, applied for every loan we possibly could get. I, I knew what was coming. Uh, we had, uh, almost a year's worth of reservations uh, cancel in, in, in a couple of weeks worth of time. Wow. And, you know, government mandated shutting of doors. Uh, you weren't allowed to have traffic. So the gallery that we have here uh, was completely eliminated from existence. Yeah, but it, it, uh, what surprised us really is the, uh, the real estate market. And, uh, well, the real estate market and also even the rental market, uh, what did do well, surprisingly, during the whole pandemic was the private homes mm -hmm. and the larger private homes, because people mm -hmm. people didn't want to go to um, the hotels, the hotels right. and share the common area spaces like the elevator. Because everyone was scared. Yeah. yeah. And so they, were, they, they wanted to get, a, get out and away yeah. from home or wherever. Yeah but they, they felt safer doing it in an environment where they were with people that they knew. Yeah. Right. And so surprisingly, that, that part of the rental business did extremely well. And then the real estate market just went off the charts. Like it's, it's literally been nothing like I've ever seen in the, in no. the 15 years. It's started. like everybody who was sitting on the fence wondering whether or not they should invest in Mexico or they should live mm -hmm. in Mexico like they fell over the fence and were tripping over themselves to finally say, you know what? Life is too short. I, I'm going to live my dream because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Well, the, right. you know, the, they're the baby boomers, you know, for one, they're like 90 million of them between the U S and Canada. And so, yeah, like Lion's saying, you know, a few of them were kind of, they were there on the fence. And so this, the whole pandemic just kind of like, accelerated things yeah. for them and so you know they're selling their places up north and then they're they're deciding to move down here where it's much cheaper uh, cost of living for their pensions and and what have you 
And then on top of that, which is another aspect of the real estate market that, that I've also been noticing is that now the there's the millennials, there's more uh, younger generation that can work remotely now. Mm -hmm. So they're coming down for staycations, uh, staying, you know, renting properties, but then they're also like coming here to live because mm -hmm. they can work anywhere in the world. Well, and the cost of living here is fantastic. The services, the medical, the, the food, the, the culture here is, uh, it's so much more. Uh, right. you know, in Hawaii, we used to have this saying called the Kama'aina spirit, right? Mm -hmm. Which is, know it well. In Mexico, it's <laughs> casa is su casa. Right. And, and, and the people here are so warm and loving. I don't know why we don't have more. I mean, honestly, right. it is, it's an undiscovered treasure. Without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Before we go on, I just want to say Cindy Lisa Meyer is watching from Camas, Washington. Is okay. That, I don't know. Hi, Cindy. Hi. <laughs> Actually, I grew up in Camas. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, based on what you just said, how, what has that done to the inventory in Mazatlan given the last couple of years? With made it very difficult. Made it very difficult. Like, it's, you know, there's been like, instances where uh you know a property comes online and it's sold within just a couple days or a week mm -hmm. and yeah. it's just full price offers full price offers there's even been over. a couple over mm -hmm. overpriced offers wow um it's uh yeah it's it's like i said it was like nothing i've ever seen before yeah a lot of investment in in and an increased density uh you're seeing the you know the max uh and, and uh, of stories put into buildings that most of the buildings that are large corner lots are being turned into four-story apartment complexes, mm. really increasing the density. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, the restoration of the historical district, the in improvements along the Malacan, yes, uh, the, uh, the increased. Um, uh, focus on, on uh, you know, spots within the, the golden zone where they've retiled and re-cemented and put in new drains and water lines. Um, and in many cases, every single property had uh, new water lines brought to their. Wow, their that's fantastic. It's really uh, a nice investment in infrastructure and and it's going to be needed in order to continue to support this this growth. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the mistake a lot of destinations make is they get too big and don't have the infrastructure. But exactly. you know, those services need to be focused on. Yeah, it was so nice to see getting ready for Tiangas the improvements that were finally being made to Mazatlan, and and they are fantastic. I mean, just. The Malacón, the the city streets, this the yeah. Centro. I mean, everything is just it's just been terrific. Where do you guys see the market coming from? Is it coming from the U.S., Canada? I know the Mexican markets it kind of exploded, but where where do you see the market coming from right now? I, everywhere, yeah. honestly. We have a strong following uh, of Canadians. Uh, the you can stretch your dollar here in, in Mazalan uh, much more so than you can in Cabo or Puerto Vallarta or Cancun. These are, you know, multi-million-dollar investments. 
uh, whereas here it's only hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a very, very big Canadian following. Mm -hmm. um, you've got many direct flights straight into Mazatlan from Canada. Mm -hmm. Well over 50% of, of all of our buyers uh, Canadian. And then maybe 30% to 40%, depending on what time of year it is, of Americans. Mm -hmm. And the rest are nationals, okay. uh, many of which are dual citizens. You see mm -hmm. uh, a lot of that from, yeah. from Los Angeles. But you also see you also see the nationals coming in from, from like Mexico City, mm -hmm. from Guadalajara, from mm -hmm. Durango, especially now that they've got that the new highway. Drive done in half. Yeah. It's half the drive. Yeah. It's it gonna be like six hours. Now it's three hours to Durango. Yeah. yeah it's fantastic. Yeah. It's really 80 bad. Tunnels. There's 80 tunnels. I counted them once. 80 tunnels. 80 tunnels. 80 tunnels between here and Durango. I couldn't believe it. Oh it's my God. It's, it's a spectacular feet. drive. If you ever get oh. a chance to do it, it's. Yeah. I want to do it. Canyon. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that the 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 bridge across is so oh, dramatic, oh, you know. Yeah. 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 Don't look down. Don't look down. Latin America. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. What an engineering feat. So do you is, is one is one neighborhood in more demand than the other or is it pretty much uh You know, depends. it really depends on the client. Yeah, it's right. uh um they're definitely like, you know, popular areas, but you know, it, I'm like it really depends on the client because some clients really like the central historical area where they can right. walk everything everywhere uh they don't necessarily need a car yeah. um if you're a foodie that's the place to be oh yeah, the, yeah. a lot yeah. of the fantastic yeah. restaurants, open air markets yeah, yeah. 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 it's terrific Live music yeah. so that's you know it's a different vibe down there right mm -hmm. and, and then you have you know the golden zone which is you know kind of more the touristy area lots of action. golden zone malacan you know that's uh more like miami right you know it's yeah, super yeah. active oh, uh, yeah. some music and clubs right. and um very different it, it's very popular with the nationals yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you have places like like El Cid, uh, like the golf course areas, you know, El Cid, mm -hmm. Estrella del Mar, Estrella del Mar, we're yeah. a little bit more reclusive. And then you've mm -hmm. got the marina area for people, you know, who maybe like boats and then and then the Cerritos uh, for the pristine beaches. Yeah, so it, right. it just really depends. There's so many cool areas here. Yeah. There's something for everyone. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. Are there still good values to be had in Mazatlan, given the action that's been going on there? And the there's always a there's always a deal to be made. There's always mm -hmm. a value uh, there. And if you put it in perspective to some of the other places like Puerto Vallarta, Cancun, uh, it's 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 huge difference mm -hmm. in, in pricing. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm seeing neighborhoods uh, that uh, were under-recognized now, like all of a sudden we're doing tours in these properties and we're like, wow, it's like twice the square meters. Mm -hmm. You've got these beautifully landscaped gardens. and With giant mango trees. Yeah, and, and areas that we would have passed by uh, before. Right. Um, so you have to be you have to be creative. You have to, you have to look and, and not be closed minded. So mm -hmm. and open to different areas. Yeah. I, I love what you guys have done with the Mazatlan for rent and the Mazatlan for sale. Do you see a lot of people 
that come to you that want to rent and then decide whether or not they're going to buy. And you're like one-stop shopping for people like that. It's a, it's a great pipeline. Yeah, definitely. And that's, and that we basically established our business with the rentals first and management and, management. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know, that's how we created a lot of our clientele over the years. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, they, uh, with the trust that we've had with them, uh, a lot of them have turned into buyers. Absolutely. Yeah. Or sellers mm-hmm. yeah. or sellers. Yeah. 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 It's terrific. Well, it's, it's, it's really, it's really fantastic because some people, they're not quite sure uh, where they want to be. And right. if you're making an investment, a sizable investment like that, we always suggest that uh, you come and stay for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our best customers have been coming for, for years. And now they're at a point in their life where they, uh, they can afford an investment. Yeah. And, and sometimes they're not ready to uh, be here full time. So they need somebody to look after it mm-hmm. and they want a way to uh, ensure that, you know, it isn't costing them an arm and a leg. So renting the property uh, gives them um, that security that there's somebody in the property, that things are being maintained and providing a, a bit of income as well to ensure that it doesn't cost them anything. Mm-hmm. Terrific. So before we get to the lightning round, what do you see as the uh, future of real estate in Mazatlan? With with everything that we're seeing with the with the baby boomers retiring uh, and the millennials, uh, I really don't see this market slowing down very much. Right. Honestly, right. I see areas like Stone Island, um, El Dafine, which are still essentially rural. I see the zoning changing in those spaces, and I see tremendous opportunity uh, in the expansion of that of that space, mm-hmm. as long as it's done uh, with thought and process uh, for the uh, the utilities and the infrastructure that's ne- necessary. Those areas, I think, are going to be real gems, uh, and I have some some key investors that we've been working with uh, to buy larger pieces of property. Uh, for that path of progress. Right. Yeah. yeah it's just, there's, those are special places. And if they do it right, it could be, you know, fantastic for Absolutely. the destination. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we're at the lightning round of our show. Uh, I'm going to ask you questions and you guys can take turns with your answers. Okay. Um, Kristen, you can go first, being the gentleman that I am. Uh, your favorite place to eat in Mazatlan. Oh, I have so many. I know. <laughs> Try to narrow it down a little bit. Uh, but I, I, one of our, one of our, like, probably go-to spots that we go to, and it's not nothing fancy, is uh, it's a little uh, tent off the side of the road across from the Soriana called La Brochetas. Oh. Mm-hmm. And the food there is absolutely fantastic. Every time we go, it's consistent. It's yeah. fantastic. It's always packed yeah. with people, which is always a great sign. Bring your own bottle of wine. That's, yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's yeah. nice. That's yeah. nice. Your so your favorite place too, Lion? Or you got another? Oh, one? I love that place, but I'm I'm a foodie, and Hector's is the best restaurant. <laughs> it definitely is. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite, and you can get. A great cocktail, a great dessert, a great appetizer, a great entree, 
and it's always consistent. Yeah, it is good. Most important piece to to a quality restaurant is consistency. Yeah, Yeah. he's a terrific guy too. I had him on as my guest the week. I watched the show. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. He's a good storyteller. He's a good storyteller. Yes, he is, and a great chef too, and a great chef too. Okay, your favorite bar in Mazatlan. Oh, well, uh, actually, I think it's my turn. Yeah. Is it your turn? It's my turn. Okay. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I helped develop a, a brewery um, and have always been in the beverage industry. So when uh, Trace Isla's opened up, uh, which is just a little hole in the wall down in Centro, mm-hmm. I was super excited. And I don't really go out to bars very often, but I love going to that place because the beer's fresh. Uh, yes. And it reminds me of the Pacific Northwest, which has some of the best microbrews in the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've enjoyed watching them grow up and and now you can get their beers in a lot of the uh, the better restaurants. Oh, that's fantastic. I'll say Tracy's list for sure. Yeah. Oh, that's terrific. I'm glad that it's evolved in that way for them. Yeah, yeah. I know some of those guys. Well. Oh, terrific. Okay, your favorite food to eat in Mazatlan? Mm, the seafood. The seafood here, like the mm. shrimp and the, oh, the yeah, ceviches. Awesome. Yeah. And the, I would have to say shrimp, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. they're like baby lobsters. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. You know, when you live in a shrimp village, it has <laughs> to be shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, your favorite beach in Mazatlan? Oh, Playa Bruja. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, when we first started coming here, we would take the umbrellas and the boogie boards and the boys and we would spend the day there and they would serve us mango margaritas and coconut mm-hmm. shrimp at Mr. Leonzo's. And so without question, uh, that place will always have a special place in our heart. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, your favorite activity in Mazatlan um, when people come to visit? Uh, I would say we're, I would say golf. Lion and I are, are we love to play golf. Yeah. So we, we don't get out as, as much as we'd like to, cause we're, we're working, but we at least mm-hmm. try to do it at least maybe once or twice a week if we're yeah. lucky. If you're coming to Mazalan, you should go fishing. Yeah. Uh, yes. honestly, it is one of the most prolific water bodies in, in, in the world. Uh, place where Jacques Cousteau came and studied here in the Sea of Cortez. Most people think it's Pacific Ocean, but it's the Sea of Cortez. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the richest uh, water bodies in, in all of the world. And so the fishing here is fantastic. First yes, class. It is. It definitely is. Um, your favorite recent improvement in Mazatlan? You know? Well, uh, for me, I guess <laughs> it's what they did in Centro. Uh, I, I love uh, what they did in Centro, um, the, the old cobblestones, the lighting. Uh, they literally painted every abandoned building down there. Yeah, it's so fantastic. It really, uh, to me, is, is, is the heart of Mazatlan, the Corazon, if you will. And uh, that architecture and that commitment to keeping it uh, and keeping it, uh, its uh, its look, I think, really marks uh, a difference between what other uh, tourist cities in, in Mexico have or don't have. And, mm-hmm. and I think is that history is really important. Yeah. Well, it's a great it's a great mix now of of history that they've restored in a really beautiful way and 
the music and the energy down there and the food. I mean, it's just. Well, now they've got that uh, uh, that fantastic observatory that they. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There. That yeah. was that was a really nice addition. So yes. Yeah. And we we hear we hear that they're putting a zip line oh my from the oh, top of the El Faro oh. all the way oh, God. to the oh. oh my God. I think my kids oh. are probably the first ones to do that. No, no, no. Oh my goodness. I hadn't heard that, but that sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> uh, well, this has been fantastic, you guys. I've loved talking to you. Great job. You rocked it. Uh, now I'm going to turn it over to both of you before we end the show for you to say whatever you want. Okay. Well, if I have any one thing to say um, is that we're extremely lucky. We have some of the best clients in the world, uh, guests who have come to visit us, who have entrusted us to care for their homes, who have entrusted us to look after their, their properties, uh, to share their vacation with us, to the people who help us uh, care for them. Uh, if there's any one thing I can say is thank you. Uh, we really couldn't have done this without you. Your support is, um, is, is one of a kind. Yeah, we have to agree. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's terrific. I'm, I'm going to sign off my Best of Mazatlan show with this. We all have choices in life. Choose love, not hate. Choose positive, not negative. And always remember the glass is half full. And if you're lucky, it'll be half full of tequila from Las Asuna. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Stay tuned for an announcement about our next show. And thanks so much for watching. <laughs>